so he's being set up to be the Fergie's husband of this prequel trilogy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from Cinema Sins. Joined as always by the voice of Cinema Sins, Jeremy Scott. Yo. And from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. You've got the touch. Yes. Bow, and bow, today bow. we will be doing a mini pod. Mini pod. Bumble pod. On Bumblebee. Bumble. The uh, what is it? The nine tenth Transformers movie. That's yes. There, somewhere around there. So it's let's like the fourteenth Transformers. Movie. Here's a studio Paramount with balls to release a spinoff without needing to. Title the film Transformers Presents Colon The Bumblebee. Yeah. And did it suffer any from it, do you think? No, because we all knew what it fucking was. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what it suffered from was the other Transformers movies. Yes. Because yes. the last one that came out that uh, last night or whatever uh, was a hit? Mm-hmm. Question mark. <laughs> and I, I like the others. I think a lot of times where a studio looks at a movie and they're like, "Well, this has still got some juice." Yeah, and they come out with something like you know Bumblebee that's a that's a spinoff, and um, and don't be surprised if it doesn't do nearly as much. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And I I, I think I tweeted we're going to do non spoilers for a few minutes here. I think I tweeted that I had a really fun time. And I did mm-hmm. that. It's the best Transformers movie, mm-hmm. and it is mm-hmm. that that that's a very low bar, mm-hmm. and it is. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think this movie is a solid B B minus. I'm am in the same same boat. As I you. literally I want you to know for all the things I'm going to say positive. I left the theater before the movie was done. Before the before the, the film cred. was done. Oh, really? I almost never do this. I did this in Batman v Superman <laughs> when they were at Superman's funeral. And I was like, all right, I'm done with this yeah. shit. And at the end, there's a thing that happens and a character falls in the water and people think that character's dead. And I literally stood up and walked That's out. That's a good time to walk. <laughs> I stood up I, and I was walked out. Sitting, I was sitting next to Barrett and he was just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you hated this, huh? I didn't hate it. This is a dumb movie. It's oh, it's dumb. This what what offends me about this movie is that it's okay. It's not quite as dumb as a regular Transformers movie, but it's still fucking dumb. Yeah, but it's trying to wrap itself in cleverness, and it's it's not clever at all. The dialogue is <clears throat> this like kind of new wave of dialogue where it's snappier and things like that, but it doesn't land. It doesn't mm. land from. Haley Steinfeld's parents. It doesn't land from the brother who's supposed to be a comedic character. It doesn't land for John Cena, who I don't even know what his character's supposed John to be. John Cena is a problem in this movie. Yeah, I don't see. The problem is, I don't even know if it's Cena as much as it is. They're, it's a character to me. Capitalizing on his newfound comedy uh, chops or whatever, where uh, there's a point and it's a very pointless cutaway uh, when John Ortiz is uh, is watching the two uh, bat the two Decepticons like do the, all the stuff and like figure out where uh, Bumblebee is or whatever, and he's by himself with the two Decepticons, and there's a cutaway to Cena where he's like, "This guy's kind of weird, isn't he?" Yeah. you know, and it's like it's supposed to be funny because it's the Cena's are Cena's supposed to be us basically in yeah. the movie, 
And, uh, it's just, it's a cut, it's an unneeded cutaway. Like, oh, we got to give Cena some, a line or something. What's and- funny to me is that I agree with everything you just said, but what troubled me about Cena in this movie was the serious stuff. Like, I mm-hmm. think he thinks he can do the gritty faced military shit as well as The Rock can. Mm-hmm. And he can't. The reason the comedy stuff works is because he's in on the joke. Right. Right. And it's the same with The Rock and his comedy when that works. But The Rock can also, at least enough, for a Fast and Furious movie, play it straight and believable. Or every, menacing, at least. Every time Cena was trying to be a hard ass in this movie, I was giggling. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the the part where he's walking up to the, the hangar and he's like, there's a door in front of me. Yeah. There's a door in my way. Like, yeah. Fuck well, you. First of all, open it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of like strapping it with fucking C4. Yeah. But that line is what encapsulates my issue with this dude. This character in this movie, and I agree, I don't think it's his fault. Yeah. Luckily, um, he's not the main deal in this movie. No, he he's shows not. shows up enough to be, you know, annoying. I, guess. I mean, clearly he's being set up because the movie wants you to think he's a military villain. Then by the end, he kind of knows what's going on. So he's being set up to be the Fergie's husband of this prequel trilogy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> they broke the, up, didn't they, Fergie and Josh Duhamel? I don't yeah, think they're together I anymore. Don't, I don't even know, but uh, <laughs> that's who you were looking for, for sure. Took me a while. Um, I kept on expecting, this is how dumb the John Cena character is, I kept expecting him to say, my son is going to be in the military one day. Oh, God. Because you know? well, this is in the 1980s and everything. And the movie does do some of that shit, because there's a guy who brings a report military report early on i only know this because i read about it mm-hmm. and it's john Turturro's character as a young because oh. his main badge says simmons and he's like delivering this report he's only in one scene oh. and i read an article so there it wouldn't surprise me if the movie tried to do something like yeah. that um for for a second i will i do want to talk about what worked for me mm-hmm. Haley steinfeld worked for me yep. really and not just because she's pretty she's a good actress and she is the most humanizing, connectable character we've ever had in a Transformers movie. And ever. I, and I thought Shia was okay in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying. You can tell she's trying. She's trying. And, and what works is is the stuff between her and Bumblebee. The mm-hmm. Bumblebee fish out of water stuff, which ultimately is nothing new. And that's a detraction for the film. Uh, but it still works. When I was smiling and laughing, it was the scenes between the two of them. When mm-hmm. she's putting in the tapes and he's spitting out the tapes he doesn't like. When he's trying to hide under a rock that's way too tiny. All of that Iron Giant stuff worked yeah. really well and for me. It just was derivative. Um, but that's when the movie shines, I think. You bring mm-hmm. up Iron Giant, and I'll bring up another one that Iron Giant favors, E.T. E.T. Yep. is a lot of E.T. in this. Yeah. Of course, oh, yeah. Spielberg is still an executive producer on all this. I think what worked for me and why I ended up like basically liking this movie is that it's not all over the place. They're not looking for a stupid, like, artifact and all over the world and Mm -hmm. it's not and the movie's long but it's not two and 40 or whatever what it usually is it keeps the action very simple there's two decepticons and then there's one autobot and the others are out there somewhere else doing their bullshit Mm -hmm. it's just these three robots and it just keeps the action nice and contained and um Haley steinfeld you mentioned her it's like i was thinking about like her career so far like she likes to play these type of characters like mm. they don't know don't, they aren't all with it yeah like pitch perfect the uh, sequels and uh and edge of 17 um she's playing these very like you know, i don't know if that's if that's close to how she is in real life or if that's just sort of like what she just is drawn to or whatever 
but I'm really enjoying this. Like yeah. how, how, and it is the most relatable character in the whole Transformers franchise. I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy. After all this time, they finally found somebody. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, worth watching. In well, ways. and it's also nice that, uh, we we're talking before about in outtakes about the difference between a, a man shooting a female character and a female shooting female character. This was written by a woman. Mm. And there's a part at the end where it's, you know, cliche all the way through and everything. And then you feel like these two characters are going to fall in love. And it's not really a spoiler to say. She just says, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, that little things like that are kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, that- you don't have to fall in love. Even though this is a perfectly fine character, it would I wouldn't mind if that happened. Imagine mm-hmm. if Bay had shot this, though. How much more sexualized her character would have been. Oh, they'd be yeah. fucking by the end well, of this. Well, and the I'm talking even the outfits she wears mm-hmm. aren't hypersexual um i feel like that was intentional maybe it was because a woman wrote it maybe the director was just sensitive to the the fact that we're not going to sort of exploit that angle of Mm -hmm. it and it was sort of refreshing i like what you said the simplicity of it Mm -hmm. um going small in story works yeah a lot of the problems with transformers movies are still here though when the robots are punching and fighting each other i really don't know what's happening and i really don't know all movie long how to know when a cannon blast might utterly destroy a Decepticon and when they might shrug it off. Mm-hmm. Or when a sword might literally go down through the middle of an Autobot and kill him, cutting him in half, and another time just be deflected. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's very marvelly of of this movie and these Transformers movies. And so I, I felt like it was it was edited a little less choppy than a Bay Transformers movie, but in terms of... The robots fighting, it's still incomprehensible noise to mm-hmm. me, um, which is, again, why the stuff worked best for me when it was humanizing, when he was trying to learn what it was like to be on Earth. And- well, yeah, and the military stuff is the same fucking thing. Yeah. It is always going to be that when you have the military involved in these Transformers movies, they're all going to be kill, 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 kill. Mm-hmm. And then if that one's not kill, 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 then we're going to go to that other one, kill, kill, kill. And they have no clue what they're doing. And I understand that, yes, they, they seem to be a threat. But then, like, the guy in charge is like, well, you know, we'll let them use our shit and then we'll fuck them up and that kind of thing. So there's there's no there's no reason for the military to be there. You're right. The stuff in the garage, the stuff with Bumblebee and uh, Haley Steinfeld's character, Charlie, Charlie. Who, adorably named. By well, the way. by the way, second movie this year where a girl's character's name is Charlie. What was the other one? Uh, Hereditary was the other one. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, I like it a lot. And is it Memo is the, the dude's name? Yeah, Memo. Memo. Is that her neighbor that likes Yeah, her, her neighbor likes That him. was okay. I could have done without any of that. I, he was like 15% too wacky. Wackadoodle. Well, and he just, uh, not because they didn't end up getting together, but nothing he does is important. They even write a joke about it where he's like, I'll stay behind and hold these guys <laughs> off. Yeah. And she takes off and the cars just drive right by. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that didn't work. Yeah. He was pretty worthless to the story. But now I don't know about you guys. I I watched the cartoon in the 80s growing really? up. I, I bought all the comic books. This movie, at least in tone, is the closest they've ever come to recapturing that old cartoon in terms of the feel, the vibe. Uh, and, and that may have been the reason I ultimately came out of it wanting to first and foremost say, I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fought all over the place. And and again, I think I think the problem here, this is a lot like Wonder Woman. The problem is we've had we're so we're so tired of these fucking movies being so average that one comes along that's competent and we end up seeing it as 
perfect, mm-hmm. great, or outstanding, and it's not. It's none of those things. It is going to be a hit across a lot of demographics. I went to see it with Chris and then with my wife and son, and my son loved it because of the tech and all that stuff and all the visuals. Yeah. My wife ended up crying twice Wow! in a Transformers movie. Wow. She's not proud of it, but she's okay with me <laughs> she's telling not, the world about it. She's mm-hmm. not proud of it. Uh, but mm-hmm. there were times where there, there were touching moments between fathers and sons and bumblebees and Steinfelds yeah. Yeah. where it was, it was genuinely moving. And I looked over and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but she really liked it. Uh, when, when you have three people come out, uh, Chris, having seen so many movies with the, with the different critical eye, my son, who's just like, show me robots kicking ass. And then my, my wife that connects with the emotions of it. I feel like that's a pretty, pretty good sign for this movie going forward is that it, it does appeal to a certain amount to a span of gen- demographics. I will say, I was not one of them. It might have a, a weird, um, it, this doesn't usually happen with, you know, movies that are the fifth in the franchise or right. whatever. But it might actually get like that uh, after it's been released, uh, you know, some people who watch it at home type of following afterwards. The movie's only made $32 million since it came out mm. in here in the United States, uh, which is not a great number. And it probably will. I mean, it's one of those that might struggle to hit $100 million yeah. here. Uh, but it it might be one of those that gets sort of a, a following, and if it does, then you know you might see more, which is not the best thing in the world. But uh, I'd prefer uh, this line of thought to a regular Transformers yeah, movie me too. for sure. In fact, before we move to spoilers, that I was I was dreading it because there was a scene where they're like, "We're going to call in you know, the cavalry on both sides," basically, and I was like, "Fuck." We're going to have a battle royale at the end of this movie with all kinds of Decepticons and Autobots, and it's going to kill whatever goodwill this movie has brought up. And they didn't do that. No. And and I think it should be applauded for that. So let's get into spoilers and all the other bullshit. I'm giving this a solid C. Um, you gave it a B minus, and you're kind of... Yeah, B, somewhere, B minus, around somewhere around there, B, B minus, yeah. Let's get into spoilers, because I got something to say. I got something to say. <laughs> let's hear it. Miss Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. I'm reading the books. All right. Bumblebee dies fucking three times in this movie. Okay? I think one of them must have happened after I walked out. Or well, he, a, he, as I he kind of dies in the water. Okay? So he dies uh, after after who's or what like uh like slices him and takes out his his voice right yeah he's dead like yeah i don't even know how he's revived it's it's because charlie the movie yada yada that whatever yeah well, and so just all said of a sudden it was it's his a... voice box i guess and then of course the whole like i'm gonna kill you and and make a speech before i kill you type thing right. happens and then he doesn't actually kill him so it's just the voice box on the first one right but all of his shit shuts down so yeah. he, 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 he shuts down. He, no, he shuts down because the something about the memory or whatever is, right. is going down and everything. And he decides to shut down just sort of to, to, you know, to stay alive, I think, at that point. I but guess. But then he dies it again. Is, it is yada yada, yes. though. Then he dies again after Homeboy slices whatever. And again, I don't know what the rules are on this right. thing anyway. And Haley's got to revive him using the, the fucking stun gun. Which doesn't work, but it does work. Total cliche moment. I'm sick of that. Yes. That's just like in Solo with the train where we have to wait till the last fucking car drops off before we lift <laughs> off. Exactly. This is like every movie where someone's been CPR'd or shocked back to life now, it doesn't work. And we have that premature <laughs> lack of College. celebration. <laughs> and then they sit up in the background and then the characters turn around and go, what? Yeah. Holy hell. 
yeah. everything's fine. And then the last one, I guess he doesn't technically die all the way. But the Decepticon is like, you're going to kill us both. And he goes down under the water. And the only way, this is where he walked out, the yeah. only way that he can be saved is for Haley Steinfeld, a championship diver. Yes. Oh, my God. To damn. find a way to go out second time that's why that they she's had, been forced to dive that's in this fucking movie. They had that scene where they just accidentally stumbled on a cliff party. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. guy was about to dive. Because everybody dives That was the universe. most out of place scene in the whole movie to yeah. me. But now I realize they were trying to tie back to something. Well, yeah, they, yeah, they mentioned the early on that she's a champion diver. They they they, do. Oh, yeah. they, they, they show her trophies yeah. and all that. They show the but, video. Yeah, but the, the, yeah, the dive party comes out of nowhere. And then, yes, then after Bumblebee <laughs> shoots a dam that's <laughs> where, where, whatever sudden dam yeah sudden dam uh, um is this a goddamn <laughs> um he shoots the shoots the dam and all that water comes in and he you know he, he's like drowning and everything it's like you know as soon as she's up high yes. she's going to die yes yes it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah Oh my god, that that one. Well, the first one made me laugh because I was like, "This is a very, very rare asset to have mm-hmm. as a being a championship diver. We would never use it if you left the world of diving behind. By the you're way, you're never going to f- accidentally happen upon a dive party. This is on like the, the side gymnastics in Lost <laughs> World, yes, it right? Is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It it's almost like they. I was about to tell Barrett. I was like, it. It almost sounds like they wrote this movie and they were like, "Wow, oh, well, the, what? Are we, how are we going to get?" How are we going to save him at the end or whatever? Like, oh, I know. She's a champion diver. <laughs> like, and they have to, they wrote in like, oh, there are trophies. And then there's the dive party. And then there's this. Um, I don't understand. Like, I don't think we ever know why she, I, I'm assuming she quit because her dad dies. Yeah. There's, a, I think you may have gotten up during this part. There's a part where Bumblebee actually throws in like a VHS copy of her dive. No, meet. I saw that. I saw that. And her dad's like, Oh, she's amazing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No, I saw that. And, uh, but there, there wasn't any, there wasn't any like reasoning behind it. Like, you know, like her, you know, she was at her diving championship when her dad had a heart attack. That or, was the last time she saw him. Was, okay. Was, was that, that the last time? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. then, so, so that's the reason why she doesn't dive off the yes. cliff. I don't, has I can't nothing dive to, anymore. has nothing to do with like her doing a Greg Luganus or something no. where she hits her head. <laughs> Although I was waiting for that when she did that platform thing. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we were talking about, you're talking about uh, that when Bumblebee first gets to planet Earth, and there's I have a lot of questions about that too. By the way, uh, first off, Optimus Prime sends him to Earth to protect the planet. Mm-hmm. And not even that so much as like like just that we're gonna do a base there. So just go make sure Decepticons don't discover it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I didn't understand any of that. Me neither. Like none of that. They, and then they show up immediately. Yeah, they yeah, it, it, and it, but he's he's supposed to be there to yeah to start a ba- base. I guess yes. I don't know. I didn't, it didn't really make any sense because because he doesn't get a chance to do that because he crash lands right into a military uh you know <sighs> tr- uh, training thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone who crash lands on Earth in this movie does so in a very convenient place yes. and where there are lots of witnesses yes. and it's very baffling to me well i don't even know why they have to crash land anyway they look like <laughs> they look like asteroids coming down like we see at least one of them goes down without having to crash land on the planet because mm-hmm. it's the the plane 
Oh, yeah. John Cena comes in and he says, you know, uh, you know, oh, who called in the Air Force or whatever? Right. And, he, and he's like, that's not the Air Force. Yeah. And uh, and like, so that guy didn't have to crash land. And I think all of them can basically fly. Yeah. So I, I mean, don't know why they all have to crash like asteroids. And then, of course, you know, we were talking about that before where in one of the was it uh, it was in the uh, Avengers video, I think, where like. You know the stuff's crashing on the Earth, and it would cause way more yeah. damage. And, and in this case, Bumblebee coming down as fast as he is—it's just a mere. Oh, it's an explosion! <laughs> it, it makes and roll. people throw get throws them <laughs> out way. You know, throws them towards the you know for about ten feet or something, yep. but not like the real super damage it would really cause. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me ask you the biggest question I have out of this movie: mm-hmm. Why the fuck would the Decepticons ever need Earth's permission to tap into their goddamn satellites? They make a yeah, whole man. big plot point out of we're going to let the robots tap into our satellite network. Mm-hmm. We're going to use that to our own advantage later. But I'm like, they fucking do they, they need help for that. They need I permission. Guess if, I guess if they get into that, that central area, futuristic space robots. I agree. I agree. And then the military leaves the science guy alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a lot of times people with cleared two the fuck Decepticons. Out. And then of course, we're, we're supposed to also believe this is like the birth of the internet too, which yeah, is yeah, in yeah. the eighties. Yeah. Thank you. Decepticons. <laughs> web slash Al Gore. It's like, it's like, uh, I believe I, I am pretty sure internet was before. <laughs> this yeah you know but maybe not to the scale that they're thinking or whatever revolutionizing it okay good great did Um, you like the effects here uh especially on bumblebee himself i was impressed with the ease of which that he toggled back and forth yeah and um, i thought it was it was it was used for laughs i thought it was done especially when he becomes the car and the car bounces a little bit yeah like i i kind of found that charming it continues to annoy me that every single one of these movies shows us a transform that takes 35 glamour seconds shot from the ground and then later in the movie shows that they can do it in a half fucking second Mm -hmm. and when her mom comes into the garage he doesn't even make a noise yeah yeah. not only is he transformed from robot back to car there's not even anything audible yeah that's a cheat yes it is Mm -hmm. come on man try a little just try a little harder is all Mm -hmm. i'm saying i want to talk about the 80s stuff because it was so lazy to me like it felt like they were ticking boxes yep. like if we put four 80s songs in the first 12 minutes of the movie everyone will love us I, it, it was more i was counting and then the movie went hey remember alf and then the very next scene went i said hey remember alf yep yeah yep. that God, was, it was as expensive. soon as Haley steinfeld shows up in this movie there are four right in a row yeah 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 four songs right in a row and yeah the alf thing is another one of those throwaway ridiculous lines that did not need to be in there mm-hmm. like his is for humor it's 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 your friedberg seltzer way of making a joke hey remember alf yeah mm-hmm. huh? you know and uh and yeah that's what he does he just like oh we gotta see what alf is up to and this then week. it cuts back to her house and her family's watching alf yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no i agree no they had totally overstuffed i think within the t- first 20 minutes or so there was a round seven or eight yeah. like different musical yeah. things and and some of them were you know new wave stuff and elvis costello and stuff like that and some of it was just like tears for fears or fucking yeah uh, it was fucking, haphazard, uh, and, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I never really go back, and nobody really goes back and looks at this. But those songs weren't all playing at the same time during oh, that I'm era, sure they right? Were. 
Yeah, like I it's, go it's like it's like when they find an era, they have to go. Oh, it's the '80s, so therefore I'll just play any '80s song. That, you know, I'll play Blondie during yeah, 1987, which is the total antithesis of something like Stranger Things, which does music from like 1983 like mm-hmm. deep cuts from 1983 which i really appreciated because you go back and you're looking like oh yeah that actually yeah. came out that time well and i kept thinking about it because i haven't seen stranger things but it does the 80s nostalgia just fine and there are only two moments where i feel like it's because of a song mm-hmm. and the rest of it is subtle it's it's set design it's it's costumes it's uh, speech patterns mm-hmm. whereas this movie felt like well the story's going to be what it is let's 80s it up with the shirts she wears and mm-hmm. the tab cans on the kitchen table yep. and it just it just was really lazy yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i agree offensively I agree. so it's kind of like this is an aside but that charlie xcx song 1999 or whatever there's like a whole bunch of 1999, and then there's Titanic. There's that, and then there's like NSYNC from like 2002, yeah. and then there's all, yeah. No, and it's I was all like, the what, you're, why, how come you're getting everything right about 99 there's except Nelly. these like <laughs> several things here? It doesn't make any sense. You got the Matrix in here, you yeah. got American Beauty, yeah, yeah. you know, that, no, Titanic does not fit here. I agree, I agree. Mm. So yeah, this, uh, this is a, this is a dumb movie. It's not a big dumb movie. It's trying to be too clever, but it's not. Bad. No, but I do wish. I mean, this is what they should have started with. Yeah. Instead of that Shia nonsense in 2007 or whatever it was, which was, again, I still like that more than I should, that first movie. But this is how they should have started to set the foundation. Um, and, you know, probably by the next spinoff, they'll fuck it up somehow and go right back to what Bay was. Doing. No, they're, they're going to do an Optimus solo movie, I'm sure. Uh, which, no. you know. And the right hands could be fine, but I don't if, know if, if Bay's involved. He's it's got not the going Superman to. problem. He's God. Yeah, yeah. Right? In fact, my son looked at me afterwards after the the post immediate post credit scene is Optimus and Bumblebee together, and my son was like, "How did Optimus get off the planet?" Like he he was getting killed as Bumblebee was leaving. Yeah, and I was like, "I don't know, man." But he ends up on Earth. Yes. Matter of fact, well, you didn't even see this. The last shot of Bumblebee is him turning into a Camaro. And because she drops him. I don't even know why they go up to the Golden Gate Bridge, by the way. Yeah. Because then she has to walk back to her fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just go. Just go. Uh, But yeah, so he drives off over the Golden Gate Bridge and he meets up with this semi-trailer that looks a lot like Optimus. And then um, the post-credit scene, like immediately after the first... Uh, card is optimus and him talking she shoes him off at the end she does yeah basically says there's there's more people out there that need you and that's some horse shit mm. oh god i'm glad i walked out mm-hmm. yeah you didn't miss anything the no. last little bit Ugh. all right well there's your there's your bonus mini paw okay all right folks let's ha- let's have a talk here <laughs> pick a good movie now i know it's january but let's let's pick something fun let's, let's uh, pick something good hey you know what there are a couple of really i don't i know they're gonna be bad but going to be fun movies yes so, i agree escape room yeah escape room yes. replicas Oh, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't give them that idea, but I want to see replicas. No, we do control. We do have control over over the options for voting. So yes, we can that's just, true. We can always stack the deck if we want to and make sure we're down with all the options. <laughs> okay, well, that'll do it for this mini pod. <laughs> mini pod. Bumble pod. Bumble pod. Bumble yes. pod. Of Bumblebee. Uh, if you want to uh, talk about this, go to Syncast presented by Cinema Sins and talk about this very movie what do you what you thought about it what you thought about our opinions of it and all that Go yeah, people to, like that facebook thing right 
You've been uh, getting some good conversations. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I, 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 I do question whether or not Facebook is going to be viable in five years. Oh well, that's Me true. Too. Uh, and uh, not that, not that I think that we could Snapchat uh, this type of conversation because that would, you know, I feel like that, need, you know, the conversation needs to be something that doesn't just like go away uh or whatever but uh i don't know what uh what uh better social media site there would be uh to talk about movies like this right now but you've got options you can but go to SoundCloud, 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 twitter. twitter um there's a, pl- pl- a lot of places reddit mm-hmm. uh and there's also our patreon that's right that's right and uh patreon uh voted uh, voted on this movie for our our mini pop mm-hmm. so uh keep, uh keep going to all those places for uh for some conversation that's right and i'll do it for this mini pod chris atkinson jeremy scott and barrett share we'll see you next time thanks for listening comment on our episodes on our soundcloud page check us out on youtube twitter facebook and reddit and be sure to visit cinemasends.com refresh my memory how the song goes though so this is this will be obviously cut out you got the touch (laughs) she's like pop and of green gables yeah she's just she's just one of the (laughs) cutest girls i've ever seen in my life did you see that trailer did you have the trailer in front of your bumblebee that i did where it's like this girl it's like Welcome to Morrowind for kids. Like she invented some wonder Wonder world. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I saw that trailer and I was like, how the fuck is that movie coming out and Animal Crackers isn't? I had the exact, exact same fucking thought. At the exact same trailer. Is I that great? Is that what? It's the amusement park one, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how did this get funded? Because there, there's only like one name person that's the thing is the trailer i don't think the trailer even showed me any names if there's a name in it the trailer doesn't go out of its way to say and jason biggs as or whoever (laughs) jason biggs lori (laughs) laughlin as aunt mary